from the shores of Loch Derg, one man has taken driftwood and transformed it. And it's not just what's washed up on Tipperary lakes, but also fallen trees from storms right across the county. And even old furniture and agricultural and steel machines are taken in and remodelled to make anything from kitchen and bathroom cabinets, mirrors, tables, bowls, doors and even curtain poles. This one-time hobby is now a unique and sustainable business run by Nina couple Nikki O'Dwyer and Donica Ryan. I sat down with them at their home in Nina this week to find out more about how this business started. The inspiration for where we are now is, is definitely, it would be Donna. He's the driving force. That's where it all started. I suppose I'd, I'd been messing with wood and fooling away with it there for a while and it was slowly becoming a hobby and I was buying the odd old tool here and there and starting to gather wood. Now this is God, 15 years ago and I still have some of that wood there. I just started to appreciate uh, the beauty in wood and and even the likes of old cast iron, the way that it was made 100 years ago that's not been made today. It's, it's the craftsmanship that's not there anymore. And then about 11 years ago, uh, our little baby son Donna was born and he passed away unfortunately and it changed both me and Nicky it, it, it does change and you stay changed forever and uh, Nick had got a picture of him that we wanted to put up on the wall and she'd asked me to go down town and get a picture for him and I tried everywhere and I could not get the right picture for him nothing seemed to fit so at that moment I decided that I had to make the picture for him and I had these bits of driftwood that I got from the lake. So I made the picture frame for Donna and we put it up on the wall and it, it something just clicked inside me that said, I gotta, you know, I gotta move on with this. I gotta ta- start taking it seriously. And from that day forward then, I suppose, every piece I made, I, I spent a couple of seconds thinking of Donna, every piece that I made. And I suppose he's been my inspiration on this journey. And still is. And still is to this day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Every piece I will think of him, I'll say, all right, Donna, let's get going on this. And it could be 10 seconds, and but he's always there with me, always, yeah. And there's no better showroom than your home. Yeah. It's incredible. And the stuff that you've created, I mean, anything from light fixtures to doors, mirrors, even curtain poles. Do you have a project in mind when you see the wood, or is it the wood that will dictate? What way does it go? What comes first? It's almost a combination of things it's i don't kind of set out and think i'm going to pick up a piece of wood and i'm going to make a bowl out of this i in a way i wait for the wood to speak to me i know that sounds a bit arty or whatever but that's the reality like at the moment i have a piece of bog oak given to me by a a guy who used to uh, um, carve wood and he's finished with it and that's sitting there and it's been sitting in my mind now for the last uh, six weeks and it's been turning over and turning over. And now it's slowly starting to develop that I'm going to use kind of um, almost uh, 60s architecture. The, the curves. I love curves uh, involved in furniture rather than the straight lines. So it's the wood that it takes to me what it's going to become. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't force a piece to become something that it's not. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Nikki, when did I'm sure you were a big um, influence then behind pushing this into becoming a business essentially? Yeah, um, I think essentially Donnicky has disappeared, and I think, oh God, he's drinking a cup of coffee and reading the paper outside uh, Maroonies, but uh, every so often he'd um, come home and he'd have a picture of something he'd started and 
then after a week or two, I'd see him move forward on it. And, you know, after a period of time, it would, he'd come home and bring it home. And they were just really different pieces. Um, and I thought, hey, we're onto something here, yeah. you know, because, you know, I'm like a lot of people. I, I love fashion and I love interiors um, and, you know, buy the magazines and follow the celebs and all the sites. And, and I did not see anything like what we were creating. A lot of people, you know, yes, they're working with wood. And, but what we're doing, we're creating pieces of art um, which have a story to tell. Everything has a history. Everything has a story to tell. But they also have a function in the home. And that was very important because I don't know about you, but I remember years ago, we all had a good room and nobody arrived in yeah. there. And on Christmas Day, you spent the week prior to Christmas cleaning it, you know, and the water for crystal vases that were won on uh, golf tournaments, etc. You know, yeah. and everything had to be shined in the smell of vinegar. But that's I think that's gone. Every room now is used, you yeah. know. Um, so what we then thought, listen, let's give it a go. Let's give it a shot. What's amazing about your business as well, all the wood that you use is Tipperary wood. All the salvage is locked yeah. so everything you use is Tipperary. Yeah, and I suppose that's what makes us different as well. Donica cuts the wood, right? It's all storm damage and it's all fallen trees. It's all local um, trees. So he has farmers who are friends. So it's basically a bartering system where they'd ring and say, listen, I have a big tree here. You cut it down, you take the wood. This kind of stuff goes on. Um, but it's all, it, like, it's trees that are falling down, you know, after mm. storms and stuff. That, and that's very important. And then in turn, um, what we do is we replant saplings. And when they're ready, then we plant them around the town. Wow. So, um, so it's totally sustainable. Yeah, totally sustainable. And all the all the driftwood is from Loch Derg. Um, and then the metal is all salvaged. Um, and then we we don't use a kiln or anything. We dry the wood traditionally, and we we assist in the sporting um, of the wood also. So yeah, and we don't use big workshop machinery. Everything is like hand labors, hardcore. No, must be a long process. It, then, it, is it? Listen, you're talking realistically three and a half years. It's three years to to season the wood approximately, yeah. and then we have a room in our house. Um, and we leave the wood there to kind of bring it to temperature and to season again. You know, to climatize essentially. Mm. Um, and then the design per, uh, process starts, um, and because everything is, is chainsaws, hand, you know, grinders, sanders, it just is labour intensive. Like I, I'm chief sander. I've given myself that title. It's fantastic. Now I have to say, I we entered the a competition recently, which we'll talk about. But I actually went as far as uh, promoting myself to a marketing and sales manager. Excellent. You know, why not? <laughs> listen, I think self promotion is the Absolutely. only way to go. You know, I'm all for that. So yeah, I went from the showcase in in the RTS in January. I was saying I was chief sander, and people were looking. So I'm now promoted. Everybody. <laughs> you were telling me as well. You did the Nina show as well. That was yeah. kind of the first big show that you did. Were you nervous going into that because you don't know, like you love what you do but you don't know is everyone else going to love it listen if you asked me to work in a shop or work you know I would I couldn't because I wouldn't have the confidence to do it I don't know what it is about this business um but I because I believe in it I I, I don't get nervous yeah. I actually love it and because I know everything about the process and ev and I believe in it and I know the histories and the stories can I, I, I just interject oh, there for a minute oh, oh. no I I've seen a new site in Nikki, and I, I love this, right? Is that we went over to Arabon and Nikki stood behind a stall, and what temperature was it? Minus four, we were oh. outside. Minus four. From half one, I got home a quarter to ten. It was, it, it's... It was the coldest day I've ever had. It was Arapon, their Christmas show. Yeah. Um, there was markets outside in the back. Yeah. So that's where we were, but we, none of us realised 
that it was going to be minus four. Mm. And the person who really sold well that day was the girl selling the jackets. You know, the jackets for the mall, uh, for the seats. Oh, they're yeah. just, there's, the outdoor swimmers. Yes, she, <laughs> sold, she sold out, but mm. the rest was froze. But anyway. Yeah, but even, just going back, even, you were talking about the sustainability and like, there's a couple of the little saplings that are growing out there at the front. And it's, it's so simple to do. Like, I think more kids should be encouraged to do it because yeah. I remember as a child, in school, we were planting acorns, and I have a tree at home uh, in my uh, home place out in Berlin, and it's 40 years old now at this stage, and it's a good 30 feet high in the really? air, like, yeah. So if all kids could be encouraged to plant a few acorns or whatever, I think it'd make a huge difference, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it makes it sustainable then. And when it comes to, to driftwood in, in Loch Derg, then, is that hard to come by, or would you be surprised by how much you can gather there? Would you believe... It, there's, a, there's a thing about driftwood, right? When a big storm kicks up around here, we'd be literally rubbing the hands up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Come on, girls, let's go. <laughs> Get the but, up at six. Come yeah, on, but, beat but, the crowd. But you, you have to be aware of what you're doing and because you can't just go in and pull up every bit of wood and bring it all home because driftwood plays a natural part in the environment as well. So basically what I will do is I won't touch that and it's there has been there for two or three weeks. That's part of, of the, the natural system there. I'll wait for something to be washed in. I'll take it home. I'll take my part out of it, whatever I need out of it, and I'll return that piece of driftwood the next time we go back in. So that becomes part of the environment. Right. So we're just having minimum impact on, yeah. the, on the environment, you know. People aren't educated, really, in terms of what we can do with stuff that we would regard maybe as rubbish yes. or unusable. Yeah. Yeah. Do we need more education in that regard? I think that... I've been looking around and there doesn't seem to be a lot of um, the type of stuff that we're making out I've, there. I've never seen it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I it's... People would say, well, you have to be a bit mad to make it like you do. You have to be a bit... But well, it's, it's yeah. the eye. Like, when you come in the door and you saw the mirror and it's the rear, the fender of the Morris Minor hanging yeah. up on the wall with the mirror under it. I mean, it's just, your neighbour's not going to have it. That's the reality. Yeah. And it's, you stop and God it's that kind of a reaction you get but you had both of you have a vision and maybe both of you together is the perfect pair yeah. Yeah. But there's because a we do there. we do yeah. debate things and it's and that's interesting because Donna could say I want this you know what do you think of this and I'd say no and so we actually have a good debate yeah. and that's good because you get a different perspective yeah. so Donna might take it on board necessarily yeah. all the time <laughs> I'm really joking but like He's still, it's a thought-provoking conversation. Yeah. yeah. So he might just go off on a different angle. Mm. And that's what happens. Every every part of the design, the discussion takes place. Yeah. yeah or so, sometimes if I'm, if I'm making something and I meet a brick wall, and you, if you meet a brick wall, you can make the mistake of trying to force it. And you, what you have to do is take a step back. And I'll bring the piece home to Nick and I'll say, what do you think? I have three options. And I'll run them by her and she'll go, I think that'd work. And then I go away. And that's that works sometimes. Now, yeah. Sometimes I don't agree with her, yeah. but that's how it works. Like, Would you, you ever know? hit a brick wall mid-project and think this isn't going the way I thought it was? Yes. And and what's what when you hit that brick wall, you're going, oh, that's amazing for this. But what comes out of the brick wall and the mistakes are the ones where you go, yes, when you get by it. Those is are the Is that even nicer when it turns into something totally it different? Is, it is the nicest feeling. Yeah. It, it's an absolute rush as well. Yeah. Is that, you know? Can yeah. I just come in there? You have made seats out of cast iron, okay? So just to explain, if they're cast iron bats and you have designed them, the seats, you've cut um, angles out of them and it's on a, a wooden base and you have uh, sculpted the wooden base 
Um, and he's at this now a few months. And he was saying to me, it's not working. It's not right. It's not. And, and it, you spent a while thinking mm. about it and whatever. Mm. And what the finished product is, is beautiful. Yeah. Mm. But you were stuck. He was very stuck at it. And we discussed it. And, you know, and I just yeah. went, leave it. Just, just, just think about it. Don't, don't touch it. Don't get rid of it. Just leave it. But, yeah. you, but what's, what's, what I find about this journey is, is that if I'm looking at something and it just isn't right, I know in my, in my head, I go, that's not right. Yeah. And I have to either fix it or do some other path until I look at it and go, yes, that's it. And I don't know where that comes from. Yeah. But you'll always you know? reuse it. Yeah. If you don't use it on that project, mm. you'll leave it aside. And he'd say to me, oh, here's this now. Two years ago, I started this yeah. and it's yeah. there. Right. I use that with this. So nothing is, nothing is left. Yeah. Nothing yeah. is thrown out. Even the small bits that are cut out, I will keep those. And I'll use them in another project, yeah. you know. So everything gets smaller and smaller and smaller. So the minimum waste. But that's you know? how the mirrors came about. Yeah. Because the, we we make unique, bespoke, one of a kind mirrors. They're all different sizes. But you incorporate the copper, all different types of the Tipperary sustainable wood, and uh, piping, mm. right? Savage piping. Right. And they're just. But it's a way of not losing things. But the way you design them, they're a piece of art. They're, yeah. they're just. You saw them here. They're yeah. just different, like. Mm. They're amazing. Mm. Mm. When you went to the RDS in Dublin then, I know that would have been a big showcase. Right? Yes. How did that go? Great. Really, really well. Yeah? Yeah, really well. Really enjoyed it. Um, it went very well and uh, did an awful lot of networking, met people, sold quite a bit. Um, and I was actually kind of blown away with what customers were saying, the feedback, because genuinely, they, we actually were beside the cafe. So people would be sitting down having their lunch and then they'd, they come over and our products are very they're very tactile so everyone yeah. is rubbing they're rubbing and they're cheeks and they're bending over and they're looking under the lampshades and look you know and wooden lampshades and do this kind of thing and i thought it was fascinating and from there i was asked would i do the ideal homes so we're doing the ideal homes in april in the 20 with the weekend of the 21st of april and then we're doing the mallow um show in for three for three days again in may so that's kind of where it's leading on to. And then we were um, approached, the uh, Design Council of Ireland, Craft Council of Ireland, have a competition. And it's all about sustainability and it's for businesses. So there's the, you know, new businesses, we'll say small businesses, the micro. So between zero and 10 um, employees. So we entered the competition. Um, it took quite a while to, um, you know, fill in the submission, etc. And we put forward four, four, five pieces. Um, and we were thrilled. We were shortlisted. So um, I suppose here is where it'd be lovely if people could give us a vote. Because it's a public vote. It's a public yeah. vote. There's judge, there are judges, but it's, up, it's open to the public for voting um, until the Mar March 5th. And then uh, the shortlisting is, is cut down again on March 7th. So we would really, really appreciate if people could give us a vote. We, you know, we're up against established companies who have marketing uh, budgets and, you know, all of that. We're, we don't, yeah. but we have a product which, you know, customers really love and enjoy. And, and it's completely unique. And, and it's completely unique and it's completely bespoke. You won't get it. I can't give you two of anything because, yeah. and your neighbor's never going to have, you know, yeah. one similar. But if people, I will have it on um, Metal and Mallet, um, our Facebook and Instagram. Um, I have a direct link. All you have to do is uh, put in your email address and that's so, it, it's nothing got to do with, it's, the only reason you do that is so that people do not uh, vote twice, three yeah. times. And you, I, you're straight to our um, page and you just click vote and that's it. It would probably take five or six seconds. And I know people are sick of it because 
everybody's asked to vote you know you have dancing with the stars and we're listening you know you had in fairness molly we were just discussing yeah. earlier she did brilliantly very proud of her like she's fantastic um uh, but if people could get behind us that'll be wonderful anyone who's looking to check out your stuff or to make contact with you where's the best place to go um my number is 086-806-0589 we have a temporary website uh, they will, we will be updating it over the next uh, few months. Um, so just give us a buzz. Or else mallet, um, all one word, M-E-T-A-L-A-N-D, mallet, M-A-L-L-E-T dot com. So, um, and we're on Facebook and Instagram as well. So they're more than welcome to give us a buzz. I will post it as well on the Tip FM pages. Can I ask you then finally, what's the plan for the future? I know you're very much, a, we'll, we'll see how it goes and let's see how it, is that the attitude you're taking with this then as well? No. Oh, no. But we're very precise. Nikki. No, we are. <laughs> yeah. No, listen, you have to be, right? You genuinely have to be. Donica's the artist, but I'm the one, I suppose, the dri- driving yeah. force. And that's, that's what works for us. I have completed um, a business craft course with TUS. Um, it's actually finishing in June. And um, I have to say, Leo, Mary has been fantastic, Mary Ryan. Um, and I have mentorship at the moment. Um, and I have lots of courses, um, you know, in the pipeline for the next little while. It's just about getting into, getting your name out there. Yeah. That's what it's about, mm-hmm. sales and marketing now. We have our product. We know our product is good. We know from feedback from customers, our product they love it and they're you know the price is not an issue because they appreciate it but the, um, the, the reality is is that i'm never going to stop creating yeah i found you know what there's a quote from mark twain and it goes the two greatest days of your life are the day you're born and the day you discover why and i know that this is what i was born to do so even god forbid it doesn't take off this house will be filled to the rafters with stuff because I'm not going to stop making full yeah. stuff. So hopefully, you know, moves in that direction, you know. 